0: But Gerrard, oh, you're muted! What a headshot! What a head! Looking for the overlap. Alba inside! It's Messi! It? Oh, no. oh, the game! The medicine man arrives! It and sinks his flim spear into the hearts of Real Madrid! It? Can I kick it?
1: Hello and welcome to the Can I Kick It podcast. I am your host, Nico, joined as always by my co-host, Jared. Jared, first off, happy Hanukkah to you and yours, and I hope you're having a great day today. And your haircut looks fantastic. Thank you, brother. Wow.
2: Showering me in compliments. Good Lord. I don't even know what to do. I'm usually... I'm the negative one on the podcast, but I don't know how to respond to that much positivity. I don't think I can cancel that out. I'm good, buddy. How you doing?
1: I'm good, man. Can't complain. Uh, we got a decent slate. Not as great as we'd all like it, but we've got a big game ahead of us this weekend. At least I know I do. Uh, we'll get into that. We'll get into um, the results from this week's Champions League as well. Who qualified, who didn't. Uh, and we'll keep it relatively short for you. So we'll, we'll dive right into uh, the Champions League's results on Tuesday. Uh, pretty straightforward if you ask me for a lot of these games Um, Dortmund took care of Zenit Lazio tied club Brugia Uh, Dortmund and Lazio both advanced Chelsea and Sevilla were safe beforehand Chelsea with an underwhelming draw to Krasnodar Sevilla took care of Ren no problem they both like I said advanced Uh, Juventus and Barcelona clearly the biggest match of that day Messi Ronaldo who stole the show it was Ronaldo and Juventus they took the win
2: incorrect Weston McKinney stole the show
1: incorrect weston mckinney stole the show while also cristiano Ronaldo stole the show they both stole the show let's be real uh weston mckinney's goal obviously in that three nothing win was the biggest moment of the match not just for americans but i think it was one of the best goals i've seen uh this week i would say in the champions league a sweet side scissor bicycle kick uh, from him in the box gives uh dortmund and sealed the win for them uh so shout out to that because that was unbelievable i mean it it's one of those goals where I've watched it like fifteen times, and just will never, it will never sink in that he scored against Messi at the Camp Nou with Cristiano Ronaldo running to him afterwards. It's just, it still doesn't make any sense in my brain.
2: Yeah,
1: um, no, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's, we just can't <laughs> comprehend that, so we're just gonna move it's, on.
2: It's, it's, also, it's very weird that Weston McKitty is playing at, at Juventus, especially considering he came from he came from Schalke last year, which.
1: Twenty-six straight without a win, two hundred million dollars in debt, and they're going to get relegated.
2: The very same. Um, so it's it's kind of crazy, but listen, I'm not complaining. <laughs> I'm not no. complaining. Our our well, my boy, uh, Tim, my boy Timmy scored a goal today uh, for my for my my French club Lille. It's a good a, a good week.
1: Yeah, it was absolutely a good week. Um, Gio Reyna got some. Some time as well. Uh, Pulisic was rested for the weekend. Uh, so that's the American updates there. Tyler Adams, I think, got some playing time as well. Uh, obviously, in the most crucial game, I would say, of of the week uh, was Leipzig-Manchester United. Winner take all. Leipzig went up 3-0 early. Uh, 2-0 early and then 3-0 in 70 minutes in. At that point, I think we all kind of were like, this is far from gone. United looked horrible. Uh, if I say so myself, um, which I am never slow to saying that. Um, (laughs) uh, But then Bruno Fernandes, great penalty because that's what he does uh, to bring them back. And then Konate, own goal, bizarre goal, kept them in the tie. Wasn't enough. Leipzig go through, United fall, and they will go to the Europa League and obviously PSG with that issue at against Istanbul, which we will address briefly. Um, obviously, on Tuesday, the racial incident, about 15 minutes into the game, stopped that game from happening. It was being played on Wednesday. The finishing it was finished on Wednesday. Um, I mean, Jared and I have talked about it a couple times. We'll keep it brief because, I mean, how many times are we going to have to talk about this when there's no fans? Somehow we have an issue like it's insane at this point and it's not just a racism issue it's a cultural issue at this point as well um clearly lots of people thought that what he said was okay because it's used in a cultural world we're just so ass backwards in the situation i think we all need to take a step back and listen to the black voices in the sport listen to the black voices in our community and realize kind of how our actions and our words can really impact people and i think that this was a big moment for UEFA. It was a big moment for FIFA. It was a big moment for PSG, and it was a big moment for Istanbul, um, with the world watching. I don't know. That was just me, kind of off the cuff there. Um, I don't know how, how you how you how you thought about it as well.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's been I mean, it's been a rough week in general in, in terms of obviously the situation at Millwall, um, where the fans were finally allowed back in and then booed the booed the kneeling for racial justice. Um, then you had the PSG incident. Listen, I don't know enough about Romanian culture to be the, the end-all, be-all here of everything that's gone down. But, I, I mean, it, it, listen, if you make somebody feel uncomfortable, if you say something that triggers somebody, clearly you are in the wrong. I mean, that's yeah. not, yeah. That, that's just, that's the way it is, and especially when it comes to issues of race. So, why he had to say, you know... It translated to english why he had to say when the referee asked him who's getting carded why do, you have, why do you have to say the black one i mean what's what's wrong with pointing i mean just saying him
1: it's Wrong with saying that man
2: it, right? it's if so don't know it's, it's demba, so you don't know it's demba ba even though he doesn't have his jersey on on top of his on top of his coat so you can't see his number i mean you just it, it's it's so it's so easy not to be racist
1: it and, really is. And it's easy to be anti-racist. Yet, for some reason, we're sitting here having this conversation again. And it sucks because we shouldn't. We should be having positive conversations about this, not talking about negative incidents. Uh, and hopefully it brings about, brings about positive change in not just the sport, but in society and in cultures. Um,
2: yeah. And listen, and listen. Credit to credit to the teams for walking off. Yeah. Um, not not every team if if not most teams have not done that i mean you've even had incidents where specifically Mario Balotelli was racially abused and his teammates told him to get over it and he wound up getting a yellow card
1: Boys, it can
2: uh, i mean th- to see that sort of you, you know to see that sort of unity from you know players like Neymar and Mbappe and all the you know the 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 PSG team to stand in solidarity stand in solidarity with Istanbul um Istanbul obviously also standing with Demba Ba and saying you know and walking off with him you know it, it not that it would have been easy to stay on the pitch while he left but they they did the it's not even a matter of just praising them for doing the right thing they did the right thing when most other teams would not have i think that's something that needs clarification listen you shouldn't we shouldn't have to be praising them for walking off the pitch for protesting you know a racist incident but you know obviously here we are
1: here we so, are yeah so the, and that the, wasn't joke of a game either like psg needed to, to play and, and likely win that game like they were willing to say fuck it there's more important things that on the table right now than us qualifying for the round of 16 and i think that was a message being like we're not going to stand for this It it means more than the game and it just it was nice to see and um yeah, we don't. We didn't want to have to talk about this today, but here we are, right? And we're going to have to talk about the negative rather than the positives. Um, so, anyway, uh, that's the the wrap up on Tuesday. On Wednesday, um, obviously, that game finished up. PSG ended up winning five to one. Man City uh, wins three nothing. No surprise there, considering them and Porto were already through. Uh, Liverpool with a weird draw. The midgetland, of course, played a lot of youngsters flux of a team it's not surprised especially on the road uh on that one atalanta ajax was an interesting one purely because that was one of the ones where of a, a winner winner take all winner go through scenario atalanta triumph and win uh, on that one and they go through um let's see here so liverpool atalanta obviously uh, man city porto uh, Bayern were <laughs> well through. Atletico Salzburg played for the for the right to to get to the next round as well. Atletico prevailed to nothing. Our boy Jesse Marsh will be coaching in the Europa League. Not a bad consolidation. I think they've got a real shot at that at that trophy. I mean, well, the question, well. well that
2: comes to, that comes down to how many players that he has now. Will he be coaching in February?
1: <laughs> He'll have Brendan Aronson, So who knows?
2: We saw well. We saw last year with uh, with Minamino and Holland. And Holland, exactly. That they. I mean, you never, you never know. But yes, they, that's regardless. You would imagine Jesse Marsh can coach the hell out of his guys.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then obviously that the. the, the- the two most important games I think of the day were Real Madrid, Munchen, Gladbach, and Inter Shakhtar. The game, the the group was open for all of them, which is a rare occurrence in Match Day Six. Um, Real Madrid end up winning the group after beating Gladbach two nothing in a tight game. But of course, Inter and Shakhtar, if either of those teams got a win, they would also go through. And like a bunch of idiots, they had a scoreless draw where they both didn't get through. And Gladbach, after losing two nothing, advance um got to watch that game on the sideline and freaked out once it was full-time pretty cool scenes but if you're inter and Shakhtar there's no excuse there's no excuse especially if you're inter at home to Shakhtar although a good Shakhtar team doesn't matter there's no excuse to not to have us have a scoreless draw there with the the round of 16 on the line
2: yeah it's 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 bad um it's it's obviously the worst possible result um I'm just I'm concerned of you know what what this means for for Conte moving forward. I mean this is again 2 years in a row he's had an immensely talented team. Last year they were obviously, you know, they were good enough to challenge for the title until the last day basically. Um I just they're in second place now, but does it Does it matter? Do do you have the confidence in him to just go forward and win trophies with Inter? Because I I don't.
1: I do. Uh, I think they have domestic title possibilities now, especially. Uh, But at the same time, (laughs) this team has so much potential and they have so many good players, especially going forward and yet somehow there are games where they just come up completely empty they could score five one day and they just do this and it's it's definitely worrying and i think that they're starting to lose a bit of their identity which last year was kind of like a lockdown tough team to break down and still took their chances and scored goals i mean they're letting in a lot of goals right now like this is they're they're not playing the games you expect a Conte team to play so in that sense i think they're they're losing a bit of that but i wouldn't I wouldn't fully drop out on on Conte yet. I think in Italy, especially, the domestic results mean a lot. And I think if they can still make a run at the title, he'll be okay. That's fair. I also have no idea how far off they are in that's in fair. Italy.
2: Right they are five points, five points off. That's uh, not that bad AC Milan, but I just listen, they could win something this year. i just I don't have faith in it. I don't know if had it. they haven't showed they haven't showed enough in a tournament setting with the Champions League getting knocked out two years in a row in the group stages. Forget about advancing on, um, and if uh, I, I mean you have teams like AC Milan advancing in Europa, you have Atalanta and Juventus advancing in the Champions League. I just. Even if they could still win something, I just, I don't have the faith in that happening. Yeah, I, I just, I just fair. don't, there's, no, there's nothing that Kante's done for the past two years, looking at the big picture, you know, last year it was easy to get sucked into the moment, be like, oh my God, this Inter team is fun and good, and we like them. and then yeah. they got knocked out of the Champions League, and it was like, all right, well, they're going to give, you know, they're going to give it a run for the Scudetto, didn't win the Scudetto, and, you know, here we are, we're doing the same song and dance again a year later, and <laughs> That the you know the excuses the the it all wear it all wears very very thin at this point. So
1: especially when Milan are the team ahead of you in the table and they're top of the league.
2: Exactly. So that the longer this goes on, um, the longer this goes on, the more let's say interesting that situation will become. Because if he's let go, that's a top five job in the world given the talent there the opportunity the money for the backing from the board so you know with some of the monitor moving forward but i don't have a ton of confidence
1: yeah that's a good good shout teams that advance bayern atletico real madrid Gladbach, man city fc porto liverpool atalanta Chelsea, Sevilla, Dortmund, Lazio, Juve, Barca, PSG, Leipzig. I think that that across the board, with the exception of maybe the Gladbach-Inter swap, and obviously United was pretty standard. We knew a couple teams would likely be left out, but that 16, you'd have to think, were uh, well-deserved of that. Um, The draw is on Monday. I was hoping the draw would be today or Friday, and yet... Here we are. are. (laughs) (laughs) This weekend in the Premier League. uh, jared texted me was like pretty weak slate i agree and disagree i think on paper it doesn't look good but then when i started laying down my bets i was like this is a good slate because when you bet on 10 different bets in a weekend you're just going to love all the slates that's how it goes um i don't love
2: the slate for, I, I don't love the slate because there's not a ton of good games not because no, there's
1: not not
2: because there's not money to be made
1: <laughs> so, first one. Actually, we'll start off with a game that I love. I can't wait for this game. Friday, okay. three o'clock. Leeds West Ham. Um, quick thoughts.
2: Love it. Can't wait. Two, two very fun, if not distinctly average teams.
1: I would agree. I, I think um, the the special part of this game is going to be the back and forth nature. I think this is going to be full-on energy, full-on press, full-on chaos. And that's why I have the over. A little hint on you there, folks. Um, on Saturday, Wolves will host Aston Villa. Noted here, Wolves coming off a big loss, but Villa haven't played in two weeks. Um, I don't know how what Villa we're going to get. You know, a team that hasn't played in two weeks is going to be very interesting. Um, so we'll have to see that. Thoughts?
2: Nope, nothing on that. <laughs> I wish I, I wish I had I wish, I had I wish I had more thoughts for you, but again, just not a slate that's particularly interesting to me this weekend, with the exception of a couple of standouts
1: again, fair, fair enough. <laughs> um, and arguably the most boring game of the weekend. Newcastle will host Wes Brom. Uh, I believe Newcastle has trained like twice in two weeks. So yoinks.
2: because of a COVID outbreak, right? Yeah, yeah, i I would not. Yeah, just bet on a nil-nil and just walk away.
1: I have the draw. Um, (laughs) uh, We'll get to the Man City Derby at the end. Everton will host Chelsea uh, on Saturday as well.
2: You bit of a homer. It's a Manchester derby, not a Man City derby. Let's let's just let's calm down with your with your. It's been your, a long day. I know. I made
1: a mistake, Jared.
2: Your Man City ethnocentrism bullshit.
1: It's Tanaka. Can't aren't you supposed to be like less combative or something?
2: Uh, you'll have to ask my ancestors.
1: <laughs> I'll Ask the, ask the rabbi. <laughs> Um, Everton host Chelsea. Going to be another fun game. I think this will be a high-scoring, fun-energy game. You never know what to get out of either of these teams on a game-to-game basis.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, Jurgen Klopp came out today and said he thinks Chelsea are the favorites to win the Premier League.
1: Classic Jurgen Klopp.
2: Sure thing. <laughs> it's because they're playing Everton, I'm sure, and I'm sure Everton will win 2-1 and. In- some stupidly sloppy manner or vice versa either way either way it's prime for a disaster for somebody so i'll be doing
1: yes (laughs) exactly southampton will host sheffield the southampton don't win this game i don't know what i don't know i mean sheffield have one point from 11 games that's the worst start in premier league history southampton are fifth there's just no excuse with the way these two teams play as well for southampton not to just get three points and call it a day here
2: yeah, I'm not particularly I'm not particularly worried with how well this team is drilled and how what how they show up every weekend. I'm not I'm not worried about this for Southampton.
1: Palace host Spurs trap game for Jose and the boys.
2: Yes, in a sense, I wouldn't even call it a trap game. Um, just because just because Palace now have you know they have their boys Aha back mm-hmm. and they look great with their boys Aha back last week. So. I don't, I don't think it's a trap game as much as it is just a team higher in the standings playing playing a, a good t- a lesser but still decent team lower in the standings.
1: London derby tough tough place to go and get points as well. Historically, Spurs don't do great there. Um, I, I love that game. I think it's going to be a great game, especially because the Sunday nine fifteen games are always my favorite because I'm just waking up and I don't care what's on. I'm always going to watch it. Uh, Fulham Liverpool. I now hand it over to the resident Liverpool expert. Because I hate this game,
2: I have nothing. To, I have nothing to say. I I really have nothing to say before Liverpool's big, unless it's before Liverpool's big games. Because the you know, not to be disrespectful, but the smaller, quote unquote, smaller games have been a bit of a speed bump for them this season. Obviously, the Villa disaster, um, Brighton last week or two weeks ago, whatever that was, six Midland. years ago. Six years ago, who really knows anymore? Um, uh, and Michelin in the midweek, obviously that was with a reduced team. I'm not going to make, I'm not going to make too much out of that, but, um, you never know what Liverpool team you're going to get, especially when you have on the horizon Tottenham next week in midweek on the 16th, I believe on Wednesday. So maybe, you know, that also factors into Tottenham's game. I'm sure. Let's,
1: Do you think he'll rest some players before the games start to pick up around the festive period for this or? Um Or no, because he rested a lot of players in the week.
2: I don't think so. I think I think you're you might see Jata Jota, Jota start in front of Salah this weekend, but I mean, the only players that got any... The only true first-team players that got any real run time that game were Fabinho, who only played the first half. He was pulled at halftime because, obviously, that was a a tactical... You know, a a pre-planned change. Um, Salah played the full 90 minutes. I would not expect him to do so this weekend, especially with Tottenham on the horizon. Um, So... uh, Truth be told, I don't think that the rotation is going to be too heavy. I think he's going to put out a fairly strong team against Fulham. I just, I wouldn't expect, I wouldn't expect a, a team full of youngsters like he treats the FA Cup, and I wouldn't expect full starting 11, go blitz them and win 5-0 situation. I think, I think he'll have a good mix. He'll have Curtis Jones in the mix um, in midfield as opposed to, say, Wijnaldum or, um... You know, he'll he'll start one of the Williams boys at center back. Um so I, I wouldn't expect Trent plays, especially just coming back from an injury. So uh, we'll you know, we'll see. But I don't I don't have In
1: summation we don't know.
2: In sum, In summation we don't know, and Klopp is not Klopp is not Bielsa and that he's not going
1: to reveal his hand to uh ah,
2: That was unreal,
1: dude. He literally gave his starting lineup in a press conference. God bless Bielsa, man. That is so expert trolling. I and I hope he comes out I with felt- a completely different lineup though. I know I said last or earlier this
2: week, he's not a top 10 manager in the world, but he, he I, I love that. I love it. It's
1: that he- unbelievable. Yeah. Um. Arsenal host Burnley. I think this is a great spot for Burnley only because they play similarly to the way that Jose set up his team again against Arsenal the other week, and I think that they're going to cause Arsenal a lot of trouble. But, of course, every time we expect nothing out of Arsenal, they somehow pull on a great performance, and then everyone starts getting excited about them again, and they win a couple games, and then they're mid-table, but then they lose in the Europa League in the round of 16, so then everyone gets depressed again, and then the cycle repeats itself. So I don't know what this team is. I don't know who this team is. I like Burnley, plus one this weekend. Uh, Thoughts?
2: Yeah. Burnley Burnley plus one sounds about right. I don't think Arsenal will win. I don't think that means Burnley will win. Yeah. Um but who really who really knows? Who who really knows, especially with a team like Burnley who runs And a team like Arsenal (laughs) who runs a bit more hot and cold this year than you would normally expect of a Burnley team. Yeah.
1: That's fair. Leicester hosts Brighton uh, as the final game of the weekend. Uh, in a game that I think Brighton have a real shot at, and the reason why I say that is because this is a team that plays really well. They don't get the end product. They don't. They don't get enough justice on the, the performances that they have. Uh, but yeah.
2: Yeah, they they had the same problem last year. I'm looking forward to this game. Um, I think Brighton have. I think Brighton have a shot. I think I think they'll come away with
1: a point. Yeah, I think so too. I have Brighton plus a half. So. Handshake
2: meme. Love this for us.
1: Love it. Look at us, man. We're thriving. We're agreeing.
2: All right. So well speaking well speaking of agreeing, I think we both have the same similar thoughts about the Manchester Derby this weekend. Um I'll go quickly and then I'll leave the floor to you because this is your this is your area of expertise. Um I would not I'll start it off by saying I would not be shocked if United got a result. United coming off a devastatingly bad performance under OGS is notoriously good. It is notoriously good for pulling out a stupid result that doesn't make sense. That is my only logic in picking United. That and, that and United have been a bit of a thorn in Cityside over the past few years. Um, I, d- I don't see it. I, it could happen. I would not be shocked if it happened. If United pipped a point, I d- I don't expect it. City are now free scoring. United are giving up goals like it's nobody's business. Um, yeah, I, I got City. I got City running away with this one, three one.
1: Thoughts? Uh, yeah, I mean, I agree. This is a game where you're you're catching a United team in flux, manager on the hot seat, coming off of a very poorly uh, a big game that they that they lost right uh, they needed to win. Now they're in another position where they're in a game big game where they need to win. Um, City are six points back, but they have a game in hand and so does United and they're five points back. If you win this game, you get the severe advantage as a six point swing as well as getting closer and closer to sniffing the top uh, the top four and even you know Liverpool and Spurs at the top. Uh, I think this is a city team that's starting to get fully healthy. They're getting momentum. They're playing well. Second best defensive record in the league. This is the game where they need to win and establish themselves again as, as one of the, the, the best teams in the league. And I think that they're trending in that direction. I love that. I love to pick them this game. I think they're going to win. And we'll, we'll have to see. I mean, these games are very back and forth, high energy, very intense as Darby's are. So we'll have to just.
2: So I'll, I'll add, I feel like I ask you this literally before every single big Man city game, but I'm gonna ask it to you again because you always seem to you always seem to not have an idea. So I, I fully intend to get that response out of you again. but is this a weird? is this a weird pep lineup game? Is this no. some, is, 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 there's you don't think there really you don't think there's a shot that Pep overthinks this like he tend like he's tended to do recently?
1: Walker, uh, Walker stones. Diaz, Mendy, Rodri, Gundogan, De Bruyne, Sterling, Aguero, uh, Mares or Torres. I think that's it. And he's gonna play what he usually plays. I think he knows he can take advantage of this team. That's it.
2: You think he's gonna line up at the same week with the same lineup he did last you know, last weekend or the last two weekends? I don't know how much it's fluctuated, but where the city have put up nine. Similar 900?
1: Yeah, similar. Uh, Rodri and Gundo are playing well together. I don't see why you don't keep keep pairing them. Uh, contrary to part popular part belief, part. <laughs> what the pairing?
2: Yeah, fi- finally, oh, yeah. It's, finally, that midfield pairing is working out for you guys. I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel like I read an article every other week about how Rodri and Gundogan can't start together. Please make it
1: stop discourse has been incredible um but yeah i mean i've listened i trust i trust pep man i i don't know why even when i don't trust him i like still fall back on trusting him because you can't not watch what's happened over the last four or five years and be like why not just keep trusting this guy like not every manager is going to always be perfect klopp wasn't had a period of not being perfect of course now he's basically perfect and he's the best manager in the world on form right now um but if he started this slip and the team wasn't playing well, you would continue to back him and you would continue to trust him, And that's, and that's what we do as fans is, is with the good managers. You just have to keep trusting them. Right. So uh, I'm full pep, full faith. He does. I do doubt him. Of course, you know, I'm not like blind in my, in my, in the way I love him, but uh, yeah, that, that's how I feel about that. So, uh, I mean, listen, great weekend of, of coming ahead of us. Regardless, we get to watch footy in a time like this. We should be very grateful. It's a great Manchester Derby. And, uh, you know i'm i'm excited to 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 get the fixtures picking up and and getting some 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 double match weeks so uh, any final thoughts before we go
2: no man nice easy straight to the point point. and i will be in bed by 9 i i got nothing more
1: <laughs> happy hanukkah bro uh, stay kicking it peace my city, and my city was a threat to the rest this
3: city is my city and I love it, yeah, I love it I was born and raised here, I got it made And if I have my way, I'm gonna stay If I told you my city was the best, best. And my city was a threat to the rest. Yes. But you can't rest inside my city. My city's so cold if you ain't dressed. And what they accept, I had a right address. Parts of my city, certain colors can't step. And sadly, I'm talking about the color of your skin. Sorry, my brother can't let you in. Cause the property value might go down to a level that's economically unacceptable and socially taboo for us to live around you. Huh? Is this what it's down to? Root for the same team. Maybe I had the same dream, not the same reality. Actually, Mine's is a bad education and gentrification. Despite Right on the above, it's I love this, this city. Oh. It's my city, oh. and I love it, love it,
0: love it.